0: This is Eitan Weinstein, and I'm Naor Menninger, and you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys.
1: Today, there's hardly a subject that isn't considered controversial. But long, long ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the most controversial topic was a little thing known as climate change. Actually, then they called it global warming. Point is, the question of how we as humans are affecting the climate of our planet and what we should do about it and when is a hot topic. So hot that representatives of 197 parties attended the UN's COP26 last year and drafted the Glasgow Climate Pact. It's a topic so scorching hot that many politicians suggest aiming for net zero emissions in record times. So hot a topic that we just had to have a climate expert of our own on the show to discuss all of this. Professor Yonatan Dubi is a professor in the Department of Chemistry at the Ben Gurion University in the Negev. His fields of research are... Energy transport in nanoscale junctions, energy transport in photosynthetic complexes, and heat flow in complex, low-dimensional systems. If any of that means anything to you, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. Professor Doobie will hopefully break down climate change in terms two nice Jewish boys can understand. We are thrilled and honored to be joined on the show today by Professor Yonatan Doobie. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, hi. Thank you for having me. Before we get to all that, we want you guys to ask yourself a little question, all right? Think about the last two years, and what have you done? You know, other than conference calling with your Uncle Jeff, what have you really done to change your life? Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely interested in Israel, and you probably have hopes to travel here soon. Lucky for you, we've got the scoop on Massa Israel journey, okay? You guys have to check these people out, masahisrael.org, with they have an amazing range of life-changing opportunities in Israel. Masa has so many different programs. They got gap year programs, they have academic programs, internships, volunteering, career programs, and the pandemic didn't stop them either, promoting options to study remotely while living in Israel. Masa is just giving you the opportunity to change your life. You don't need to be fluent in Hebrew. You don't need to break your bank account. They even supply partial funding. So make a positive impact on the world, fuel your passion, make your travel dreams a reality. Go to
0: MasaIsrael.org and find out more. So where do we start? I think just yeah. to understand what makes you not so knowledgeable about climate. Right, that's a great place to start um let's be totally
2: honest I'm not what um, people would say I'm not a climate scientist Mm -hmm. I do not work directly on topics related to the climate or to its effect um I do know a lot about solar panels because I've studied that in industry and in academia um what I do for a living is theoretical physics which means that I look at a system, a real system, say a photosynthetic cell or something like that. And I build a model. A model is a mathematical set of equations or something like that. And then I run it on a computer or I I solve the problem with my pen and uh, paper. And then I compare. I compare the theory to the experiment. I compare what I got from the model to the data that is provided to me by the experimentalist. And I've gotten pretty good at that, at comparing models and theories to real data. And this is basically the knowledge that I took with me when I started uh, thinking about this problem of uh, climate change and and energy and the environment and so on. So you're
0: not a climate scientist, you're a scientist who is interested and knows a lot about climate
2: basically exactly that's that's a great way to put it and i have to tell you i came from the dark side mm. i mean if i'm if i'm thinking 6 7 years ago i was worried about climate change as the next guy but i was also an expert on on solar panels that was already for uh, quite some time and when this push towards a uh, renewable energy started you know, being felt um, around the world and in Israel, I started thinking, you know, I should go into this because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I started diving into the data, and you know, I shifted. Mm-hmm. I shifted my opinions quite completely, and um, we'll talk
1: about that. So yeah, so that's that's really interesting. I think, to me, the like, there's, it breaks down into two main subjects, climate changes. And one is kind of what's happening, what's going on in the globe, what's happening with the climate. Is why? it warming? Is it cold? Yeah, is it colding? why is it happening? How much is humans? How much isn't? What's the effect? And then the other question is how much should we worry about it and what should we do about it and when? Um, so maybe we'll start with the first. What right. is going on?
2: Right. Um, so the data shows that the, ten- the earth has warmed over the last 100 years for about a degree point 0.1 centigrade. That's the number since the 1880s or something like that. Okay, no, no uh, uh, big controversy about that.
1: Is there none? Because I remember <clears throat> a time when people were talking about the models and how well, accurate I, they I, could
2: I, be. I, I, I have to say, that um, if I'm allowed to call myself a climate skeptic, or I call myself a climate realist, actually, or a climate rationalist, um, there's no unison of opinions. Mm-hmm. We, there is a
0: consensus.
2: No, no. Um, there is a con- there's a party line, but no consensus. We'll talk about the consensus in a second if you want. So a lot of people that I know and talk about Uh, Also say uh, we disagree with the data about warming because the data that NASA provided like 10 years ago showed no warming at all in the continental US, for example. So um, you need to understand the globe is a big place and measuring the temperature of the globe is a hard thing. Mm -hmm. So it's a complex problem. But as far as I could... uh, uh, understand the data and the the tweaks that they do to it and the corrections and the measurements and so on i do think there is a, a warming of about one degree centigrade that sounds about right from which means
0: in in like the the trend is bad right because if let's say oh wait wait you see ah now we're going we're to now the second we're getting, part we're getting there
2: so let's start by talking about the science okay because when you say bad you're already moving away from science. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the key things that people don't understand that um, you have measurements. Measurements do not uh, carry any moral load with them, they're just numbers. And then you need to ask yourself is it good? Is it bad? What does it mean? Mm-hmm. So the fact that the temperature is changing, it was going up is not good nor bad until you think about the meaning of that to human lives now let's before we go into that let's take a a minute and realize that although you hear a lot that there's an unprecedented a a rise in temperatures over the last hundred years i don't think that's the case i have read i'm going to say dozens probably, you know, over sixty papers who discuss something called the medieval warm period, which was about a thousand years ago and the globe was as hot as today, if not hotter. And I can show with multiple references that it was a global trend. How can we know that there's actually uh, Right, that's a great question.
1: There's actually you sent me the 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 recently the flood that happened in Germany, I think, or in the in somewhere in Europe there was mm. a flood. And there was this old city that had, flo- this old town that had flooded and they had marked in the years where the flood, and there was a, the highest mark was from like 1,400. Yeah, no, no. The, there's, I, I
2: don't think there's a, um, so first of all, how do we measure temperatures? We use proxies. So proxies are physical measurements that are correlated with temperature.
0: Roughly. Though. Roughly.
2: And if you can uh, uh, rule out the other uh, uh, ingredients that provide change to that, a, a physical measurement then you can roughly trace the temperature and there are many many proxies and you a, a accumulate all the proxies and you make some kind of a average it's a beautiful beautiful science really it's, it's wonderful it's really a, a fantastic science and people who do that are really smart and chemists and physicists and they do a great job so, and they have
0: so they showed that in the past earth was already warm
2: Yes, and, and that's probably true for a 1,000 years ago, and that's probably true for 2,000 years ago, and probably true for 3,000 years ago. Proxy data becomes harder to, to realize as you go back. The resolution becomes… A, they take a it from
0: minerals and stuff like no, that? No,
2: there are, there are many, many methods, many, many methods. One method is um, digging ice cores. From, from glaciers and measuring, you know, the size of bubbles and the ratio of isotopes inside them of the gases and the trace of CO2 and uh, oxygen inside the bubbles. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, other very famous method, which is pretty lousy, actually, is measuring the width of tree rings. But that's a, a uh, not a great way because tree rings are also correlated with nutrition and with soil... Uh, uh, properties and so on and various other kinds of measurements and and it's a beautiful science and that science tells us um as far as i can see from the uh, uh, literature that the earth has been warm in the last thousand years what it does not tell us because it's very hard to measure is how fast the warming happened because we don't have the temporal resolution for that what we do know is that at the beginning of the 20th century the first 40 years of the 20th century um heating the the earth w- w- was heated at about the same rate it is heated now although we did not you mean uh, the trends the trend were the, the same exactly exactly
1: in the or, first 40 years of the 20th century from yes 1900
2: m- to 1940 exactly but we did not emit any co2
0: so it was the, it was the it? high, the, the, the Middle peak. Middle of the industrial yeah. revolution. Res- yes, but
2: this was not even close to the scale. To the emissions to in scale. This, the, we started emitting co on large scales after the economic boom of the, uh, after the Second World War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty clear that the earth can experience temperature changes without us doing anything. And this has to do with a lot of physical uh, properties of the Earth and its relation to the sun and the circulation of the two fluids that surround the Earth, which are the oceans and the atmosphere. And it's an extremely complicated system with many, many length scale and many, many oscillations on very different scales. So um, it's a really complicated system.
1: Mm-hmm. And, But the the thing is, anybody who would hear you saying this today like most of the mainstream media, most, most people in the mainstream. I mean, I think 90% of the people I work with, 90% of the people we know would hear you saying this. They would call you a climate uh, denier. Right, which is a beautiful
2: phrase, right? Because it already puts me in a place with Holocaust deniers and, yeah. and something like that. It's really, it's really a, a, a label which tells people don't listen to this guy. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I want people to listen to me. I'm not saying anything that you know, I'm not inventing. Well, any you data. came to
0: the wrong place then. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, of course, the thesis is that the warming uh, over the last fifty years, although it's been very little warming over the past twenty years, by the way, there's been a, a, a really slowdown down of heating, which was never predicted by the models. So the thesis is that um, it's due to CO two. Mainly, mm-hmm. right?
0: And scientifically, it makes sense. Can't CO2 so, cause yes. that effect? Okay, so
2: CO2 is definitely a greenhouse gas. In a very specific scientific manner, it absorbs uh, uh, infrared radiation.
1: Which is like the heat that's bouncing off right. the earth.
2: Right, that's, that's the heat that bouncing. We're not going to go into the uh, But scientific. roughly. Roughly. So the sun provides us with energy. So the sun provides us with energy, sunlight, yeah. right? That heats the earth. Now, when uh, uh, something heats up, it radiates out light. It's light that we can't see, it's in the infrared, Mm -hmm. but it's as light as the light that's coming in from the sun, right? It's just, uh, uh, we can't see it because the the wavelength is too long. But molecules which have uh, uh, triatomic structure, like CO2 or methane or H2O, also known as water vapor, Mm -hmm. um, they can absorb this light so they absorb part, part of it and reflect that radiation back to earth so you'd expect some heating due to co2 right that's not a plausible argument that's definitely to some degree that's probably happening mm-hmm. and the question is really quantitative the question that everyone is you know all the the people you know, we know this is happening we know yes You know, I am also know this is happening. You know, CO2 is a greenhouse gas. But what's the extent of the effect?
1: How much is it warming? Right.
2: And the amazing thing is that the answer to that is we don't know. We don't know what's the extent of the effect. And, And that's not me saying. This is the IPCC report. There's a number, which is called the equilibrium climate sensitivity. That's roughly the response of the temperature of the earth to doubling of the CO2, right?
1: It's funny, I'm suddenly realizing that for decades we were being primed to, to react to uncertainty with worst case scenario, meaning that's what happened, right, in the last, Two years with COVID, yeah. is there was a yeah. lot of uncertainty, yeah. and the immediate response is we have to stop everything and take the the strongest measures possible. And, I, and suddenly, I'm realizing that's that existed for decades. It was the the climate, you know, yes, culture. Yes, yes,
2: and that, in many ways, is a terrible, terrible policy. Yeah. and we'll get there
0: because yeah. you pay the price in advance for
2: right? something that might for something not happen. that might not
0: happen. Right
2: so so let's just finish the point the equilibrium climate sensitivity is a number Mm -hmm. which is roughly between one and five the ipcc says it's between two and four and a half or maybe one and a half to four and a half that the the different measures i can show you many many papers in the literature by really good scientists who uh, uh, state that that my number is between one and two
1: This this number represents...
2: How how much does CO2 affect the temperature, Ah, right? If it's below 2, we have a long time to prepare for whatever's coming our way. If it's 6, we're in shit. But the IPCC states quite clearly, we don't know what that number is. But more importantly, that our knowledge of that number hasn't changed for 50 years. What's
0: well, the IPCC again?
2: The IPCC is the Intergovernmental Panel for Climate Change. That's the UN body uh-huh. that is responsible for gathering everything humanity knows about climate change. That's not completely true. It's a biased body. It's a political body in many, many ways. But if you read the reports, and I've read, you know, big chunks of the reports of 3,700 pages report but I've read big chunks of it. Wow. Yeah, it's terrible. It's <laughs> okay, terrible. a sure way to um, fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In many chapters it is. Um, there's really good science there. Mm-hmm. And the message that it brings is completely different than what you hear.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And this leads us to the second uh, part of the claim, right? Because, okay. Let's say that it's six,
0: the number. Well, let's no, say no
2: let's not say it's six because that's...
0: But if, it were, but if it were six or if it were five. If it were five, then. We... Should we have done anything about it?
2: Well, that's a great question. And I've been thinking about that um, for a bit. And the answer is yes. We should. If we wouldn't have known that the number is six, which we don't, th- this is an important point then we should all stop doing what we're doing and start building nuclear power plants.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And But obviously no one is doing that, so they admit we don't know that. On the, on the
0: contrary, they've been dismantling... Sure, and... Perfectly good condition power plants, nuclear plants in Europe for yeah yeah for to amazing stupidity yeah
2: and they're paying the price because they're burning coal right now
0: like crazy yeah now they owe, owe everything to to Russia and okay. yeah it leads yes. to war basically yes
2: the, uh, that's pretty amazing the the geopolitical uh, uh, connection yeah. to energy and we'll get to energy but let's first start finish the climate okay so we agree you know the temperature is rising. Now the question is: So what? Now you say climate crisis, right? That's the 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 global term in Hebrew, Mashberaklim, Right now, yeah. we need. Oh, to- I
1: forgot to even mention. That's true. That's the next step in the evolution of the names. So right. Global warming, climate change, climate crisis. Right, now. right. right. I, I've heard climate breakdown, <laughs> many, many, climate many catastrophe. Many,
2: many catastrophe, climate catastrophe. Yeah. Now, these are not words from the realm of science. Yeah right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what is a crisis, right? There's a sudden a, a, a complex problem that we need to overcome, right? So you ask yourself, okay, it's going to be heated maybe by another half degree to the end of the century. Where's the problem, right? And as far as I can see from the data, and I've read, I'm going to say hundreds of papers, and the IPCC report and so on, um I'm not convinced there is a problem. Now this might be that might sound weird because you know we're flooded with with propaganda on on you know climate crisis is everything you know the the Israeli secretary of environment has declared herself the global secretary for a reduction yeah. of emissions.
0: She's going to save the planet. Yes. She basically guys just stopped uh the searches for uh gas yes gas. that was a
2: colleague but they yeah. they they are, they are, they are yeah. both in the same boat in this uh, uh, hilarious stupidity yeah
0: to save the earth they're stopping the search for gas which is much greener than coal or yeah or oil or whatever yeah
1: and which which could potentially i mean you mentioned it before
0: has geopolitical
1: effects. I mean Israel until recently until discovering the gas was dependent on other nations. Yeah. For their energy. Since we sources. found gas,
0: now now when when Europe is paying amazing prices for gas, we pay nothing. And uh yeah. It's
2: quite quite amazing how thoughtless and reckless that move was.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And we will talk about this. Okay. Oh No, no, we'll get there. We'll get <laughs> en- energy is important. We'll get okay. there. We're, we're, so, I, I'm, I so just you're want, saying you're not convinced, uh, and I'm gonna say that. why. So, y- you want to quantify what a crisis is, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the, the 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 attempt that scientists are doing. They're saying, yeah. okay, okay, what is a crisis? Um, you know. I, my girlfriend left me, yeah, I'm in a crisis, right? <laughs> yeah. But that's not uh, quantifiable scientifically. Oh, a crisis right?
0: is what Greta says is a crisis. Right. That's also that's my not, definition. To me,
2: reason. it's not good enough, right? <laughs> so I go and look at the numbers. So pick a number, pick a crisis, right? What's the the most you know horrific uh, thing that can happen due to global warming?
0: I would say uh, that the Southern Hemisphere would be too hot for people to live in and the entire of Africa would end up in Israel. There's...
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow, that got political
0: quick. <laughs> yes,
2: that went south <laughs> really
1: fast. <laughs> let's say... Uh,
0: let's say, uh, Look, we are the only... People tend to forget we are the only um, land uh, border yeah. with Africa. Yeah.
2: Um, l- 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 let's think globally. Let's think Greta. Okay. Let's think, you know... What so, yeah, the those,
0: overflow of the ocean. Right, the right. Overflow of the mil- oceans.
1: Millions... You know, not even millions. Let's say hundreds of thousands of people dying uh, a year from... Uh, floods. From floods. Right. And, uh, Excellent. And fires. and fires. Fires, floods, oceans rising.
2: Come on, yeah. give it to me. Hails, yeah. thunderstorms, tornadoes hurricanes, tornadoes, hurricanes. Let me give you some numbers. Just we're gonna t- It's going to take five minutes and going to drop you to your knees. I love numbers. Yes, I, I do too. That's why I'm a <laughs> theoretical physicist. So, the, temp- the, the sea rise right has been going on since 1880 roughly Uh in roughly a constant uh, a rate no big change due to CO2 what's that rate now remember it's hard to measure and sometimes the earth is sinking and not the water rising but let's agree on about three millimeters per year that's roughly the number that the IPCC quotes that's three centimeters a decade that's 30 centimeters over 100 years.
1: For our American listeners, 13 centimeters is like, about what, 12 a foot. inches. A That's foot? about a yeah. foot. Yeah. That's the catastrophe. <laughs> I mean, seriously.
0: Yeah, it's like, uh oh, it's up to my knees. No,
1: it's up to my knees.
0: But if there's a trend, then it might exponentially grow. In the future,
2: I, I see you've been listening to Corona
0: reports. Yes, I'm yes. taking the COVID argument Why, why is the I word
2: exponential them. even here? Is there's no evidence for that in the data?
0: So it's constantly the same number every Pretty much,
2: year. it's it's been a little bit faster in the last ten years, but we don't know why, mm-hmm. because the, the 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 glaciers haven't been melting at a higher pace, and you know some of that is because. Places are sinking. It's, it's a complex But what about problem.
0: fires? Fires is a very much stressing right. so, issue in the so past so years.
2: So, that's, that's a, a great point. Only that if you go to the science and you actually read the papers from the observations of NASA, which are published in Nature and Science and papers like that, you actually see that over the last 30 years, the amount of fires globally went down 25%. Amazing.
1: That's
2: a fact why and is before, that the amount
0: that. of fires or area, the amount area,
2: area area burnt. yes area burnt
1: mm-hmm. now
2: let's to make the extent of fires yes the area burnt in the globally now went down 25 percent. now the reason for that
0: we got better in fighting them people yeah.
2: don't like smoke that's it fires are an essential ingredient in the earth system there have always been fires Remember that fire two years ago in Australia? Mm-hmm. That's not even remotely the largest fire in Australia. That fire, the largest fire in Australia that is recorded happened in the 70s. And it was 10 times larger. It was in an unpopulated area. So you know, nobody heard about it. Mm-hmm. And it was in the 70s. We were worried about global cooling. But... There was nothing special about the Australia fires. Now, the California fires, which are indeed increasing, have nothing to do with climate change. It's all due to the uh, Grey Owl Act, to the fact that in California, Oregon, and uh, Washington State, it's becoming harder and harder to uh, uh, manipulate uh, woodlands. What do you mean? It means that when you have uh, uh, a forest, you need to manage it, mm. right? You need to uh, uh, clean it. Clean it. You need to to gather. Mm. A, Make sure people dry wood. Uh,
0: by the law in the, in the if they right. Do. Yeah.
2: Now, because of uh, uh, environmental policies, every time you cut a tree, every time you cut a tree instead of going through one or 10 signatures, you now need to go through 130. There was a paper about this. I don't remember the numbers. It's become much, much harder. It takes much, much longer. Mm-hmm. So the the firefighting agencies are doing it way, way slower.
0: But, but what if we take, for example, now there was the whole Canada uh, thing in the headlines where it was really, really cold there. And I saw some numbers. I can't quote them, but that in Canada, for example, it is getting like colder and colder and, and then like in Israel, the, they measure how, not like the one day where the heat was, yeah, okay, the in average, yeah. So
2: okay, so uh, first of all, the earth is getting a bit warmer, so you're going to see, for example... And colder. Uh, no, warmer. Just warmer? Actually,
0: yes. So all that claim that in places like Canada, it's going to get, it is getting <laughs> colder and colder, that's uh, far-fetched.
2: Well, it, it, we, the climate is an extremely complicated system, as I've said. And it's, very, it's essentially impossible to uh, um, <clears throat> relate any one cli- uh, 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 weather incident mm-hmm. to any global trend. on a correlation, scale. essentially. You can't do that. You can't do that. The models are extremely bad.
0: They mm-hmm. are
2: very, very bad at doing what uh, you just said. So, you know, the weather is a tough thing. Humans have always experienced bad weather, right? We've yeah. always fought that. So, uh, um, there's not much you can do about, you know, cold days in Canada. It's been, it's always been cold in Canada, right?
1: Let's talk for a second about our, uh, because you're talking about natural disasters. I, I'm, I'm tempted to mention this, the trend of. Deaths from natural disasters, but we'll get to that maybe soon because I think that sort of goes into the second category of right. how worried should we be? Right, and right. So, 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 yeah, okay,
2: the, uh, go. so let me quote a few numbers yeah, from the minutes. IPCC. Yes. Right, sorry. Um, the IPCC states, mm-hmm. the, the report, the last report that came right before the Glasgow COP26 uh, meeting, states very clearly, and I can give you the page numbers, I have it all written down, There has been no observation of any trend in the last hundred years, remember the temperature went up one degree, in floods, no trend in floods, no observed trend. And this is statistics. If you don't observe a trend, there's no trend. No trend in floods, no trends in hurricanes, no trends in tornadoes, no trends in uh, winter storms, no trends in severe winds, no trends in hailstorms, no trends in essentially anything. Some this play. is from
1: the IPCC report yes, of two thousand, like last year? last year. Yeah, okay.
2: yeah. Wow. That's written black and white. Of course, it's not written in the summary for policymakers. Yeah, and or, it's definitely or
1: in the uh, one pager for CNN.
2: Definitely not written for the in the one pager for media. Yeah. but it's written in this in the scientific parts,
1: yeah. and and
2: the reason is that those parts are actually written by scientists, and they want to be uh, accurate. With, right, accurate. Yeah, right. So
1: that's pretty amazing. That is incredible.
0: I, I want to ask you about uh, Wait, our the, ability. He, he had five minutes of data for us. No, it's just... Oh, we've been
1: talking for eight. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you about our ability to predict, because that's one of the things that is, is related to the science and is often quoted. I know that there are there's a certain prediction from the 80s. I think that a lot of people like to mention a prediction about where we are today and it's usually cited that it was accurate because a lot of the times the claim is, okay, if we look 50, 100 years forward, how can we know what's going to happen? And the claim is we already have the science to predict it.
2: <laughs> so we don't have the science to predict this. Okay. And now we're talking about- you know what I'm talking about, about from yes, the 80s? Yes, what, yes. what is it called? So, okay. Um, it's like let, a let famous give, prediction. Let me give a, a crash course in computer modeling of climate. Okay. There is no computer modeling of climate. It's a terrible <laughs> problem. It's really tough problem. It's a set of very very complex nonlinear differential equations, which you put on computer. You grid the computer. You you grid the Earth into bins which are about two hundred kilometers in in uh, two hundred kilometers uh, by two hundred kilometers or four thousand kilometers squared.
1: Which is crazy because it can be ten <clears> degrees <throat> here and like twenty definitely, degrees in Haifa. Definitely, definitely. And and so.
2: And, and there are huge amounts of parameters that go into this because climate is a really complicated system. About 1,000, 1,000, 2,000, between 1,000 and 1,200 parameters that go into these models. Many of them we don't know. So people guess these numbers, and that's what's called a realization of a climate model. And there are about 40 or 50 like those in the earth, in, in, in the world. And they can predict anything. So the span of predictions is so ridiculously broad that you can always say, "Oh, someone predicted this and that,"
1: because of the error, like because of the yes, the, the error, range of errors, right?
2: The range of errors between models is huge. So you can always pick some model that predicted something and say, "Ah, we got that right." But there is there are amazing meteorological uh, uh, characteristics. That the models get completely wrong, all the time, and there are global features of the climate which we know about that the models get wrong.
1: For example,
2: for example, there's something called the ITCZ. It's a it's a, 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 a strip uh, above uh, north of the equator, which is called the inter uh, uh, intertropical convergence zone, where hot air from the equator collides with colder from the uh, uh, poles, whatever, right? And on Earth, there's only one, just north of the equator. And in all the models, there are two. Now, here is where I know something about models. If your model doesn't fit the data, stop everything and check out what's wrong. Now, climate scientists, modelers, they actually do that. They, they publish papers on why the, the ITCZ paradox and, and so on. But... This needs to put a red flag over anyone that tells you, "Oh, the models predicted something." The models cannot even simulate global climate now, so there is no real uh, truth in them in 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 the scientific sense of models versus
0: reality. Let's. I think we are a bit lost in, in, in hardcore okay. discussion. Like, let's go back to, to the basics. So you said temperature is rising. Yeah. It is rising. As far as I can see. Yeah. Okay. So it means that in X years, it will be too hot in certain areas. That's of an the Earth. incorrect statement. How come? Because we don't know what's going to happen in X years. Assuming the... It's tr- like the, the f- stock market. Assuming that the trend continues, it can happen though, right? Yes. Okay. And that can cause harm to humanity. Now we don't know for sure it's because why this happens. Yes, that's a correct statement. Let's say fifty percent it's just nature doing its thing, and fifty percent we have something to do with it. Okay, I I think that's uh, too much, but okay. Let's say for the sake of the argument. Right. Okay. And let's say now we okay. So we want to we can agree that if it were to happen, right, that the Earth would have gotten warmer, uh, it would be bad. For humanity this is
2: um already uh, something you need to convince me with because people around the earth the world die a lot more from cold weather than from hot weather mm-hmm. about five times more in the developed the be- developed countries and about 15 to 20 times more in third world countries like india like africa like south america which are not pretty which are not very cold places, but they have cold spells, and people die from those.
0: And there is no data that shows that winters are getting colder. No, no. Actually, winters are supposed to get a bit warmer. Mm-hmm. So the whole climate change, instead of global warming, is is false, right? Well, according you know, to climate
2: that, is always changing.
0: No, but they say like don't say don't say global warming because it's not only warming; it's also getting colder in winters. That's that's just untrue. As far as I understand the data, yes, that's untrue. Okay. So you say it's not bad for humanity, that Earth gets... A if, little warmer, for little, sure. But, but if for it gets sure. much warmer in well, 100 years. So... Uh, could what? this be bad, potentially? Can we agree that could be bad?
2: Yes, if it gets five degrees warmer, sure. <laughs> why, it will, why are you laughing? Yes, we're
1: going to... go. <laughs> no, with, it could get bad. It yeah, could it was, get bad, yes. Okay. Right. So if it was double so, the temperature, it would be very bad. Right. Yes. But...
2: The odds for that are so small mm-hmm. that there's nothing we can do about that. And and the the example that Bjorn Lomborg gives, I don't know if you've heard about them. He's uh, an economist and a political scientist, and he's um, he runs a think tank. You know, who's trying to 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 prioritize problems around the globe, and he's saying worrying about the tail of uh, global warming is like worrying about an asteroid. Now, asteroids are a big problem. You know, if 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 uh, a rock, you know, a kilometer wide hits the Earth, we're gone. Mm-hmm. That's a big problem.
0: Unless, of uh, course, we send a mission to. Yeah. You. Okay. Now, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you mention it because there's a new Netflix oh, movie saw that. called was...
1: "Don't Look Up," which is. Obviously, a critique on on global on climate change.
2: It's it's a. Re- I, I didn't like the movie. I know. Not no, not because of its critique. It's just not interesting enough.
1: Yeah, it wasn't that good. But it yeah. was obviously a critique. It's about these two journalists who discover mm-hmm. an asteroid. No, that's two scientists. Pluma- two scientists who yeah. discover this asteroid that's plummeting towards Earth, and they're going around on this media, uh, uh, this media uh, tour, trying to convince people to give a shit about it. Which is obviously, you know, yeah. oh, scientists are, and so the way they see it, I think, I mean, this is Leonardo DiCaprio who's obviously obviously like been activate, activate, like an activist for climate change for a long time. Yeah. The way they see it is an asteroid coming to Earth.
2: Right, but that's totally, a totally wrong analogy. Now, let me tell you something. Asteroids are coming to, towards Earth. They're doing that all the time. And the U.S. is monitoring 90% of them. Why aren't the U.S. monitoring 99% of them? And the, and the answer is that going from 90% to 99%... Percent, double. No double. Triple. 10 times more. Mm. 10 times more. Okay. and Risk management. Basically. And it's a risk management problem,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: And the American people say, we don't care about
0: that kind of risk. Mm. But you said that CO2 does affect... To some extent, for sure. And... And then you say that the Earth is getting warmer. So why, isn't it so, why is it so far-fetched to connect between the two? Well,
2: two because, because we need scientific evidence in order to connect two variables which are changing at the same time. Correlation is not causation.
1: Because there are, there, if the, I understand correctly, there are other greenhouse gases like water vapor and uh, methane, so, uh, and we have no uh, idea.
0: Because
2: there are other things controlling the changes of temperature throughout uh, yeah. the evolution of the climate. Mm-hmm and we don't know other
0: man-made things though such uh, as as, oh for sure for sure sure. as dominant as sure
2: in the cities it's much warmer than outdoors Mm -hmm. right because of the urban island effect of course when we change when we cut down trees in europe and and made it grassland to grow crops sure we change the climate. Of course, we've been doing that for a long time. It's a slower. grow
0: meat for for food and the the animals. Everything humans do (laughs) affects the (laughs) environment.
1: That's the (laughs) scientific term you were looking for: cow farts. (laughs) Um, So, okay, so I think we've established that, I mean, from your point of view, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to get canceled on Spotify or anything. Yeah. So we're throwing you under the bus. Yeah. Fine. So, uh, <laughs> if From if, your point of view, if,
2: if I'm allowed I'm to, to summarize, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you summarize it in two sentences, pretty fast, the um, the statement that CO two, man made CO two, is responsible for uh, the the warming, is a thesis, mm-hmm. which is yet to be proven or disproven. That's it. Okay. That's the level of things. And in terms of, of crisis,
1: yeah.
2: I am not convinced. I'm not convinced the, uh, uh, the world is at the best place it's been. Humanity is at its best, you know, forever. Yeah. Uh, deaths due to meteorological extreme events have gone down 99%. Yeah. And this leads us to the third part, right? How did we do that? How did we manage to take something as dangerous as weather and make it not dangerous? And the answer, and I've been thinking about this a lot and I've been listening to to many people, the answer is power. Power is energy per unit time. And that's what allows us to free ourselves from hard labor. That's it.
0: Explain. Elaborate.
2: Right. 300 years ago, about 95% of humanity were, were farmers. As a farmer, what you do, you wake up in the morning and you go work. And the, the, the uh, labor comes from the body of the human being,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which is not a very efficient machine. So you can only do so much. And then something amazing happened. Slowly by slowly, I mean, the, 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 by the way, the, the industrial revolution was not instantaneous. It took a while, it took 100 years. But little by little, people started realizing that you can actually gain much more power, that's energy per unit time, mm-hmm. by burning coal. And then,
0: like you start from one horse equals one horsepower. Right, exactly. And
2: then you build an engine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And an engine operates at horsepower. This is exactly where that phrase is coming from. This is a measure, horsepower is a measurement of, of power, yeah. of energy per time. Now, energy is the ability to generate change. That's the scientific, physical definition of energy, is the ability of something to generate change. And this is what people have been doing since forever, to live. We've generated change. There's nothing natural about crops in England. There's nothing natural about uh, uh, solar panels. There's nothing natural about anything that we do. We are constantly changing an environment in order to make our lives better. And the more power you have, the more change you can do and then two things happen. First of all, the change becomes larger per unit time. So you can grow more crops or you can build more roads and you can build fortified houses which will not break down in a storm or you can heat your homes and you'll not die if you have a, a four-day cold spell in Canada. Mm-hmm. Right? That's one thing.
0: But the then e- the earth explodes from
2: people. Rega, we'll get there. <laughs> that's that's a, a different issue. Para para, we say in um the other thing that it does it frees people's time Mm -hmm. because a machine is doing the labor and now you can send your kids to school and now you can spend time thinking right that's what i do right i spend my days basically thinking people pay for that and people pay me for that it's ridiculous that's ridiculous right but this is the amazing gift that power has given us it's power is everything Power is life power is the currency we pay nature power
1: to, you mean energy
2: power energy per unit time. Yeah. Energy is not enough. Mm. Energy per you to, need to to get the energy out and use it somehow mm-hmm. So power is the key and it's everything. it's the water that we drink. it's the food that we eat. it's the uh, pharmaceuticals that we consume. it's the health uh, care that we have. it's the education that we have. it's industry. It's industries. It's the economic growth. Economic growth cannot happen without power. Yeah. And this is a given.
1: How many of those climate activists are willing to give up their iPhones?
2: How many of them are willing to uh, uh, give up flying to vacations? Yeah.
0: Or to summits about climate. Yes, yes. But, but okay. So I see what you're saying. So, what's, what's the so punch? The punch is... No,
2: that we need first to realize that we cannot do as humanity without power.
0: I think we first need to realize, to to broaden on your point, is that we are starting from a very good point, right? Like, like present is great. So, we need to be careful not to to, to make it worse with good intentions. Make it worse just because of reasons that make no sense, basically. Right?
2: On the spot. That's perfectly correct
1: yeah one of the things that so but let's say let's say carbon emissions we can we can agree that carbon emissions and fossil fuels and and all of this stuff that we're using to generate most of the power on earth today and that we've used to reach the place that we are is bad which also i think is an assumption because like you mentioned maybe maybe by maybe by warming the planet we're we're actually avoiding an ice age like we don't actually we're know saving but, dolphins but or saving dolphins <laughs> i don't understand how that maybe neither, <laughs> but maybe right They're one of the Who things in social like sciences is unintended consequences right, right? so right. maybe we're saving dolphins uh, but what i'm saying is let's say it's bad no i don't i don't agree with i, I don't agree with this premise no i'm saying let's let's just as a premise okay say that it's that they're not optimal okay the they're bad not opt- consequences of yeah.
0: that are a bit more yeah. than the good that they're consequences. not optimal
1: that maybe we there's another so and as i understand it there is another source
0: yes and which, here here we get to your actual official specialty well right uh, um um I've been thinking a lot about this.
2: I mean, solar panels are my... my, Yes, I've written papers about solar panels. And 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 solar panels
1: aren't necessarily a viable alternative. They're necessarily not
2: a viable alternative.
0: They never will be.
2: They never will be. Why? Because um, solar panels, if you need to characterize... Solar panels and actually wind turbines are characterized by two physical uh, characteristics. The first is an extremely low power density density is per unit uh, area now um hydrocarbons fossil fuels are amazingly dense in energy amazingly dense you take a gallon and you can drive from here to haifa yeah Mm -hmm. they're
0: amazing and sorry just a a random thought they're 3d yes exactly exactly power plants grow in 3d yeah and and and, and and solar panels are 2d also wind turbines essentially
2: two-dimensional so you need amazing uh, quantities of area land use now uh, uh, that's one thing the second thing is that the lower the energy density the higher the material need you need a lot of stuff in order to generate this energy you need concrete to make these uh, wind towers you need silicon You need a whole bunch of materials. You need rare earth materials. You're going to need lithium by the gazillions in order to generate enough storage. We'll get there. And, uh, you know, if something is low on power density, it's material intensive.
1: And the source itself is also intermittent and weak. That's the second characteristic.
2: And unreliable. Right. That um, what people call green... Uh, energy sources should really be called unreliable sources because we need power all the time. All the time. Yeah. But the wind only blows when it's blowing, and the uh, sun never shines at night.
1: Nowhere on earth. Yeah, you I don't checked. want to get to the hospital and they can be like, we can't treat you today. It's. <laughs> so there's wind, wind. there's there was no was not enough. enough, enough. Wind. there's so not for enough the wind. North Pole.
2: Uh, yes, but then you have six months of of, of yeah. Of, uh, <laughs> <so true. laughs> There's a problem. Yeah. So this intermittency is not something that we can solve with. Uh, current technology,
0: but maybe storage will get. It gets better. It gotten better in the past. It has not gotten better in that's fifty
2: a, years. It that's did. an amazing uh, uh, mistake that people do. It has not gotten better. Batteries now look pretty much the same that they did fifty years ago. Look at like a
1: Tesla. Like the entire bed of the car is just a bunch of batteries.
0: Yes, but Tesla yes. couldn't have
1: been made fifty years. ago That's incorrect. It could have been made.
2: Yes, I mean, sure, there have been engineering uh, uh, advances and, and and auto advances, but the battery itself it's just a lithium-ion battery you know they've been doing this wrong of course they keep doing it better and better but not by a margin let me give you some numbers because this is important the what was till uh three years ago the biggest uh, a battery plant on earth built by Tesla in southern Australia has the capacity of storing energy and these are the official numbers for 30,000 Australian households for an hour and a half.
0: <laughs> I also have an anecdote.
2: No, uh, uh, no. Uh, um, the next one, the next biggest, which is now built in California, of course, uh, can provide uh, the numbers I don't remember offhand about twice as that.
1: Wait, so let, let's get, the, I just want to get this straight. The biggest factory can produce, can supply power for thirty thousand households for an hour and a half but what does that mean the factory because the factory is producing batteries so the um, the battery no, no, no the
2: factory is producing power the the, the it, it's a battery farm
1: ah it's a battery farm yes yes so it, there's just a bunch of batteries that are being powered by solar or whatever yes and then they're by, powering by diesel
2: homes. generators actually but never mind that
1: okay so whatever the battery <laughs> yeah. stole a certain store a certain amount of energy and if you just Take the amount of energy that's in those batteries and power homes. It's an hour right. and a half for thirty thousand Now,
2: homes. now, if you look at the calculations that had been done by the Israeli Authority of Electricity,
1: yeah,
2: for the uh, amazing plan by the previous energy minister, who, who you know uh, suggested we go thirty percent renewable by twenty thirty, that would require feeling tw- the negative with <laughs> yes, twenty power plants like that. <laughs> For that, that's for 30 By per- the way, 30% renewable, 20 power plants, like like the largest one.
0: I don't know if you know, Eitan, but in Israel, I don't know, you must know this, uh, but I think it's mind-blowing. Do you know how they um, store power in Israel? No. So basically in Israel, today maybe a bit less, but some time ago, electricity could get expensive, but at night... Uh, or vice versa sometimes of the day it's expensive other p- times it's it's less expensive for the state for the to, to manufacture so what they came up with let's store let's produce electricity when it's there's low demand store it and then reuse it when there's high demand and then we can save some money right uh, yes no, got to- so how did they do that this is mind-blowing they built um <laughs> So they took a mountain in in the north and they dug a huge structure which basically what it does uh when the power is cheap, it 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 shoves water uphill. Okay? There's a tank of water, it shoves it uphill, and then when there's low demand high demand, the water goes down. Hydroelectric. Yeah. And this is a battery now they actually right? have now it's just it, a. it's a battery in israel we actually have
2: two <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, uh water storage plants that's actually the most common we call
1: them battery mountains
2: battery <laughs> mountains water storage pump it's called pumped uh, uh storage yeah, that yes pretty that's it's pretty cool
1: technology yeah, it's right cool. pumping water
2: up and down that's pretty impressive yeah now two things about that clearly it's not up to scale
0: Mm-hmm.
2: the 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 amount of of power that can be stored uh, uh, with Israel's um,
0: power, power mountain
2: <laughs> is about five percent of our needs for six hours. That's roughly. It's better number. than
0: Australia. It's though. much better than Australia,
2: <laughs> but but it costs about three to four times more. Mm-hmm. Ah. So the per uh, kilowatt hour it costs about three to four times more. However. This is not a, 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 an unsmart thing to do. And here's the reason why. Because we cannot afford power outages. Mm-hmm. That's something the Western world cannot live with anymore. The country has right? to have a backup generator. Right. So, and, and this means that at any point during the day, a, a demand and supply must meet to an amazingly accurate degree. That means that the grid, the electric grid, is an amazingly complicated machine. As
0: we saw in Texas. It, yes. It oh, can get, we can talk about yeah. Texas
2: a lot. So, uh, um, uh, the power company, the Israeli power company, um, has a margin of, of spare power, mm-hmm. which is available um, on, demand. on demand if they made an error in estimating the demand for the next five minutes or 10 minutes or half an hour. Mm-hmm. Because the curves of, of demand and, and supply go really together quite amazingly
1: in the grid. Yeah. Right?
2: So, so we, uh,
1: we just have a little bit of time left so uh, I do want us to oof. get to uh, the actual alternative source that yes. m- m- is reliable. Yes. nuclear is running. In, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nuclear power, of course.
2: This is an amazing, amazing story. We have a form of energy, of a, a, a fuel, which is 10 million times denser than coal. 10 million times on every 10 million barrels of it's crazy. coal. It's like we could be living in the future. One, one <laughs> barrel of uranium. The entire waste product of the entire U.S. fits in one football stadium. That's it. We know it can be scaled up because the U.S. produces 20% of its power with nuclear power. France uses 70 percent north korea south korea sorry 50 percent places like france
0: s- is using today 70 percent
2: more than 70 percent of its power its power from, comes nuclear? from nuclear yes really? and it, i didn't know that and it's selling nuclear power to the germans which shut off their plants
0: guys if you don't know by the way an anecdote france built uh are alleged uh, according to uh, yeah According yeah. to yeah. our, our <laughs>
1: alleged plant yeah
0: our alleged plant friends they they're good they have history I will that.
2: not confirm nor deny yeah <laughs>
1: it's a peaceful plant though yeah uh,
2: huge economies huge huge amounts of, of nuclear power mm-hmm. it's scalable it's a power plant we're not dependent on nature we don't need to pray for the gods of wind. But one for Hamas the wind missile blow, and No, that's incorrect. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: Chernobyl but, but Chernobyl yeah, yeah, and Fukushima yeah, Fukushima three yeah. mile. We're gonna get island, there. We're gonna get
2: there. So we know it's scalable. We know it's uh reliable. We actually know it's pretty it can be pretty cheap. See the, the, the electricity prices in in France. They're pretty cheap and they are constant. They're not uh, 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 whizzing around. And we know it's the safest form of energy that we have. Because when you measure safety of energy, you need to measure the safety of power. So you measure how many people died per kilowatt hour produced. Yeah.
1: How many people died building, like, the Hoover Dam? Like... Uh Hundreds. How many people died falling off a, a
2: solar panel constructions in the U.S. in the last 10 years? Over oh, 25. What? Yes, that's more than the, all the people died from nuclear accidents in the entire history of nuclear... Of of the U.S. nuclear.
1: No, but you can't, I mean, ah, the U.S. nuclear yeah. industry. Yes. Not including okay. Chernobyl. So, oh,
2: let me talk about Chernobyl. First of all.
0: First of all, watch the TV show. It's really nice. It's really nice. It's really good.
2: It's really good. Yeah. It's amazing. Although
0: it's a YouTube video, deconstructing it and Doesn't showing matter. many it's, it's inaccuracies. It's a TV show. Yeah. It's a TV show. It's
2: really nice. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's not
2: 100% Chernobyl 100%. was a terrible accident. Yeah. So, let me tell you two things about this. First of all. There are no power plants like Chernobyl anymore. Mm-hmm. There are just no plants like that. Nobody's going to build a power plant like that. Yeah. The power plants are now uh, are are, are infinitely safer. Art. Yeah. Infinitely more safe. Now, how many people died in Chernobyl? Three, we don't know. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. We have a pretty good estimate, including directly di- and immediately. Well, directly and immediately, the number is fifty-three.
0: Okay. Inclu- According to Russia, it's the number. It's no, the no, no, no,
2: no, no, no. So including to... The, let's agree that the World Health Organization is mm. uh, gives us a reasonable mm. number. Well, maybe. The, the total number, including... <laughs> okay, let's go Cancer, with yeah. whatever, between 2,000 and 10,000 people. Now, that's a big number, right? Mm-hmm. It's not near to be a, a global disaster. Look, in 1974, a dam broke down on, on the Yangtze River in yeah. Banshao, 200,000 Chinese were dead within two days, drowned in their homes. Have it's you heard crazy. about that? No, because no. it's China. Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, in-, in, in People in, are like, there's a billion of In them.
2: India, uh, uh, a plant factory of Dow chemicals blew up, killing 8,000 people instantly. Have you heard about that? No, because you know, it's third
1: world. And that's what's like that that's a right. That's uh, but that's the point, but right? It's 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 a tragedy. I it's mean it's obviously two thousand two hundred thousand people is a tragedy, but I don't think that most climate activists really think about you no, know, so so let's Chernobyl's talk about Chernobyl's much home, closer to home. Right. But but the then they talk about Fukushima. Let's talk yeah. about for that. How many people died
2: from the Fukushima nuclear accident? Like one, right? No, not even one. Zero. Zero? Zero people died from radiation in the Fukushima accident. Now, the Fukushima accident was actually, if you're thinking about it from an engineering point of view, an amazing proof to the stability and safety of nuclear power. Because you took an active power plant, third generation, it was a pretty old plant, it was built in the 70s, mm-hmm. right? It's not very good. It was, there were many engineering flaws in that power plant. And you experienced the worst case scenario the sea flooding the earth wrecking havoc throughout the country 20,000 people dying from the tsunami and zero people dying from nuclear radiation so how is this a nuclear disaster it's not a disaster where no one dies so uh, this so why, is but,
0: why but, but, are we? Yeah, no, but I don't understand. Like, can't this be like a? Co- it's, it's it seems to me like the best. Even if if you're a, a um, an environmental activist and a climate denier, isn't it the one point we can all agree upon? So that's actually a correct statement. That that
2: if you were a true a, a, a environmentalist you would be a great proponent of nuclear power.
1: Maybe that's why no one wants it, because it
2: ends the argument. It's so right. fun to
1: argue. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, so I, many I, people no, won't so, have by careers. By the way, you yeah. actually
2: see in the US and Europe uh, groups coming up which actually uh, uh, promote nuclear power, and, and they're c- uh, worried about the climate. And they say, okay, if, if that's the a catastrophe, then build power plants. Why are you building something that doesn't work? And 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 it doesn't work. I mean we see here in, in Europe what's going on now. They're burning coal like crazy because there was no wind.
0: I, I was just right after the summit I was strolling in the villages of, of Italy and I thought to myself, I mean, oh my god, because when you stroll in the village, you just smell of the pollution and you were thinking like all villages in Europe are use, are heating up with non-renewable sources with wood they love their camines right their their fireplaces their their fire in their home they're just which is by the way i think one of
1: the like leading causes of the jordan peterson mentioned this on the podcast we were discussing that one of the leading causes of children dying is but that's uh, yeah you get world. cancer from that or, yeah, from yeah, them, that shit they're warm, yeah. warming their homes with like
0: wood and coal and so yeah. it pollutes the inside of the home also the outside Or well, yeah. even if you stroll you smell we love it's so romantic you smell the right the burnt wood but it kills you yeah. the, the thing is that climate values
2: are not the same as environmental values we would all love to have a great environment right mm-hmm. that's that's a given in, in, but climate values which you know thou shall not emit co2 right that's the Mm -hmm. gospel of greta that's opposing environmental values and that's pretty clear because there's a huge correlation which is very well understood between poverty and uh, pollution and environmental problems where are the worst places to be right it's in africa Indonesia, Malaysia, eh, eh, the poorer parts of of South America. What's the best, cleanest, most environmental friendly places you've been to? Canada, Sweden, Swiss, right? These are the highest power per capita using states in the world, right? And they're also the cleanest. Mm -hmm. There's a direct link between using power and caring about the environment. Because when you use power, you can move out of poverty, and uh, care about the environment because if you need to care about what your kids are going to eat for dinner yeah honestly fuck the environment i don't care if the streets are are filled with feces or 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 garbage i don't care if there's smoke i need to cook right now power is key yeah to to uh, to to uh, to to mm-hmm. increasing welfare,
1: yeah, for mobility, income
2: mobility, and here comes the amazing hypocrisy of the uh, white, healthy, wealthy, uh, first world West. West, because the one agreement that they could sign in COP twenty six, because no agreement was was uh, reached, but they did sign one agreement, twenty six countries including Norway and Belgium and, and, and Switzerland and places like that, uh, uh, signed a pledge that they will not invest in infrastructure from fossil fuels in Africa. And of course, the leading banks, the uh, European Environmental Bank and the uh, World Monetary Fund, they all joined the party.
1: That's amazing because... What You're does basically that oppressing the third world, Africa, to enjoy to the live, same to continue living in
2: poverty. That's exactly what it means. Now, China and India, they have the capital. Mm-hmm. And they're building power plants like crazy from all kinds. But the the uh, countries in Africa, they don't have the capital. Mm-hmm. They're sitting, you know, Nigeria and, and Ghana, and Pacific, they're sitting on huge g- uh, natural gas fields. And they can't pump it out. Gas and they can't is use, better oh, just for the Oh by far, by far. It's it's mm-hmm. you the know density is like much stronger than it's it's cleaner. It doesn't have other stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's much cleaner to burn. So it emits way less uh, CO2, for example, about forty percent, and and it emits about ten percent uh of, of pollutants, real pollutants particles mm-hmm. and 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 uh, socks and oxen, things like that mm-hmm. it's it's an amazingly clean uh, energy source and it's very very dense and you just need a power plant to use that and the europeans are saying we're not gonna lend you money not it's not that the europeans they're gonna we're gonna ban companies from lending money to them
0: we should do that we should uh, <laughs> it. Should, yeah. uh yeah that's a, that's not a
2: bad Ch- idea that's what the chinese are doing
0: yeah, the Chinese are doing it. Are
2: investing yes. in Africa. Oh, yes, because they're smart. Yeah. Uh, Le-
1: leaving money on the table is definitely not the way to go. So I want to, one question before we end, and we'll keep it short because we're already over time and Nora's giving no, me regrets. No, no,
0: no, I could but, go on uh, and on.
1: But um, what, I want to ask you because what you the position you're taking is, as we mentioned before, m- like sort of politically unacceptable. It's faux pas. In today's world, is yeah. in any Western society, I feel like it's not acceptable. I mean, you're you're part of the fringe once you say that, not necessarily scientifically, but culturally, uh, and socially. Are you not afraid for your And I think many have suffered consequences for things like this. Are you not afraid? Does Ben Gurion give you the the atmosphere to be to speak freely on this? Are you not afraid about suffering certain consequences? Yeah.
0: If you were in America, you like. Luckily, you're in Israel, I'm right? I'm thinking
2: how to answer that. Okay.
0: So first of all, um, gladly,
2: Israel is, as far as I can tell, way more liberal than current state of affairs in the U.S.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's one thing. So Israelis are generally, you know, they they're agreeable to argument. Yeah. Right? This is an old tradition. They're disagreeable. Yeah. That's fine. Um, Now, I have to tell you from a personal level, the amount of support that I I get, both in and out of academia, is quite impressive. A lot of people agree with what I say. A lot don't. And we have fierce arguments, and that's fine. But a lot of people uh, um, tell me, great job go on we don't want to talk about it but you know you're right we know you're right a lot also in academia i would rather not comment on what the university is saying about that if that's okay, okay. that's
1: that's <laughs> comment enough uh because i i have to say that you know we have tried to bring on uh we actually w- first, I think, tried to bring on climate sci- climate scientists, climate experts, and many times have struggled to do A so. Many, but, yeah, but yeah,
0: it's it's not easy. So let get people. Let, Once we tell them, like, you know, we tell people, yeah, we're f- coming from like the right wing angle. People are afraid to come. Uh, okay, uh, two
2: things I want to say about that. First of all, I have no understanding why
0: this is a conservative, right left, conservative uh, angle. it's a
2: scientific question right you didn't ask me how i feel about welfare policies but covid also or, is a scientific about, question
0: right but it got poli- everything's political right everything
2: but but uh, as i said you don't know how i feel about welfare uh, 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 <laughs> uh, no oh what i feel about you know yeah. the israeli-palestinian uh, uh, conflict or whatever it has nothing to do with that but it does But it doesn't.
1: It does because it's...
2: this is where it does.
1: Yeah.
2: I constantly invite opponents to come debate me. And I'm constantly refused. Mm -hmm. And more so, I've been interviewed uh, to Arutz Abayasri, Channel 14. Mm -hmm. And this is the Israeli Fox News or something like that. Um, And they invited the chair of Israel Greenpeace. And they told him, you're not going to have a debate. You're just, we're going to interview you. And we're also, you know, uh, 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 interviewing Professor Duby. And he says, oh, he's coming? Then I'm not going to be part of your show. Mm-hmm. So, so there's definitely an attempt of silencing and uh, uh, Delegitimizing. Delegitimizing, ignoring, canceling. Which is a
1: tactic that's often used on the left. And it's a
2: good tactic. It's a good tactic. Let's say, okay, I, I'm not this guy doesn't exist for me. That's a it's a smart tactic, but it's not gonna work because the public is smarter than that.
1: Yeah, but at it's, least in it's Israel. not really a good tactic, I think, in the art of war
2: to ignore your enemy. No, no, it's it's you definitely I mean? it's definitely not. That, that's why I'm inviting. Yeah. Uh, well, enemy is a, is a is a is a strong word. I mean, no one's my enemy. We all want you know Israel to thrive and the world. Will... I
0: don't know. Those people could could drive us to to.
2: Well, but they're doing it out decay. of good
0: intentions, I believe. I think
2: even. <laughs> Fine. Oh. Then, then, and then there's the political argument, and 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 of course, climate catastrophism and climate panic leads to a, a lousy, dangerous policies. political decision. Policies yeah. like the idea of, of not searching for gas. Mm-hmm. And and what w- what was the the argument there? We're not going to search for gas, so we can uh, uh, concentrate put, concentrate on on solar power. Sinai. What's the connection between these two? Yeah, yeah. It's
1: ridiculous. And, and we're not basically we're not going to focus on on natural gas, so we can waste all of your money. No, and all it's not it. even the government.
2: <laughs> the government is not searching for gas. We're going to burn your money
1: yeah, it's for the private fuel. It's private endeavors. It's
2: private endeavor. They're just giving the licenses for the private endeavors. It's very little work but they're not doing their job. It's
0: virtue sign- signaling. Yeah.
2: It's it's virtue signaling
1: on the global scale. That's no, but it is burning our money in the sense that oh, when yeah. natural oh, gas yeah. is found, oh, yeah. it cheapens our energy, making us wealthier. Meaning, if I don't oh, have yeah. to pay as much for energy, I'm that much richer. But they're going to make it so much more expensive for me to pay for, for energy by not continuing the They're search. already doing that. So they're burning my money, essentially. They're
2: already doing that. Israeli uh, citizens are paying at least, at least a mil- a billion and a half shekels every year, direct subsidies for a, a private solar panel uh, owners and, and, and solar power producers. Now,
1: this is money that's going directly from the poor, to the rich. Yeah, at least we can get some consolation in the fact that some of them are falling off their roofs and dying. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Uh, that wow. was terrible. That yeah, was, that that was just be, awful. No. But we, 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 That's okay. <laughs> yeah. We No, I'm of course being facetious. I don't want anybody to die. Um, we would love to have, and, you know, Naor mentioned this also jokingly at the beginning of the episode before we started recording uh that you know it's so nice and warm in the echo chamber we don't want to be in an echo chamber and that was kind of why i mentioned it so hopefully we'll talk to professor dubie after the episode maybe he can link us up with someone that'll or come you on you
0: guys if you or listen if you know this far yeah please, and you know someone who's an expert and lives in israel and yeah send yeah. him our way we
1: definitely want to get the other side and you know hear as much as many points of views as possible but this was very very enlightening very interesting so
0: much fun thank you so much for coming where where can people reach out uh, follow you on social media
2: well i'm active
0: ish on facebook okay until you get the platform
1: until i get the platform
2: (laughs) but they can google me Mm -hmm. and see my youtube lectures and they can google me and find my email very very easily and just send me questions i'm always happy to answer Very cool. Thank you
0: so much for coming. Before we go, this podcast is made in collaboration. First of all, we're sponsored by Massa Israel. So check them out. Go to massaisrael.org. Highly recommended. Um, And then. Yes, we are.
1: Uh, This podcast is made in collaboration with uh, Arut Sheva. Yes. Check him out at IsraelNationalNews.com. Yes. Um, You know, for great content in English coming from Israel, IsraelNationalNews.com. And
0: also, AJN.TimesOfIsrael.com, the Australian Jewish News. Yes. If you live in Australia and you have power in your home, thanks to the huge battery factories. <laughs> then you can check out uh AJN.timesofisrael.com for of israel.com and of course angle.
1: we do this on our free time so if you want to help us out uh 2njb.com slash donate and you can get yourself a 2njb mug like a too nice uh sorry a nice jewish boy mug or a bds tears mug which is my favorite just gave it to my dad he loves it he <laughs> sent me a picture this morning with you didn't it, send a coffee. me the picture i know i gotta show it to you <laughs> Uh, get a BDS (laughs) tears mug or a nice Jewish boy mug on 2njb.com
0: slash merch thank you so much thank you so much
2: thank you for having me bye guys
1: bye